Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. No Joe. Out of Joe. Oh, uh, finished your coffee. Finished my Joe. My cup of muds run. You and I work from home. We have been for, holy shit, four months now together. Uh-huh. Yes. And I feel like there's not a lot of sort of workplace shenanigans no. that happen between us. You know what I mean? Like most of our water cooler moments are, are like based around... Uh, acquiring new sort of slimy toys for our son, like things that aren't necessarily like fun office things. Like you've never talked to me about printer paper or how much you don't like I the I haven't. Well, we are lucky to have a pretty good printer. Our uh, printer kicks ass. As you, as those devoted to the episode know, oh, we have brother. invested in a quality brother printer. My fourth, my, my third brother. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like you and me could complain about the boss a little bit more. So let's give that, can we try that? Okay. Boss has really been riding my butt cheeks uh, this week, honey. And I don't know how it's been for you, but the boss has really been on my butt ch- uh, cheeks and crack. I So I got number one boss mug for boss and I am on good side now. Oh, man. Yeah. You're such a, a teacher's pet, but for the boss. <laughs> or the, I guess the boss's pet. Speaking of the boss. Yeah. It's Max Fun Drive. Okay. Gotta gotta pay respect to our boss, the max, your boss, the Max Fun Drive, the Max Fun Drive. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have had a really remarkable turnout so far, and we cannot thank you all enough. Uh, we are part of the Maximum Fun Network, uh, which is a uh, pledge-supported network of shows that try to make good entertainment that uh, make makes you happy and good to feel when you hear it. <laughs> and that's what it says on that's our mission statement it on, says the on the site. Tin. Uh, if you are interested in supporting us, we know it is a uh, a strange time to be asking for uh for for money like this. Uh, but if you are in a place where you can do that and you want to, you know, help us grow the show and support the network, you can go to maximumfund.org/join and check out all the uh all the cool pledge levels and the and the gifts and stuff that you can get. We'll talk a little bit more about that later in the episode though. Hey Griffin, do you have any small wonders? See, I jumped in. I jumped in. And you so know what's you fucked have up? To go first. You know what's messed up? I don't really. <laughs> I didn't have one ready because oh, no. if I'm if I'm telling the truth, I use the time you use to like stall and think of things. I also am stalling to think of wow. things. Wow, we are really opening new channels of communication in our relationship. Um, I used a soldering iron for the first time yesterday, mm. and it's a thing I've been kind of scared of. One because it's a remarkably hot piece of metal. And so, like, there's a fear there. But I was uh, building a Game Boy Advance SP, and I was so afraid I was going to just, like, destroy it. But it was not that hard, and it felt very satisfying to do, like, electrical work. Like, it felt very satisfying to connect two electrical components. Uh, It was thrilling. And now I just want to solder everything. I want to solder my phone to the TV and see what happens. Probably nothing. Or, I mean, something will happen. I'll destroy both. But soldering, it's like knitting, but with metal. (laughs) Do you have a small wonder? I do. I'm going to say the friendly dog that we saw over the weekend. My Lord, yes. We were out with Henry, and Henry loves dogs, but he's a little afraid of him. Uh, Or dogs, I guess. Not just him. No, yeah, all dogs. Uh, And this dog came over to us and just stood there patiently waiting for me to pet it and and stood there long enough that Henry got a real good look. And I was just grateful for that friendly old dog. Yeah, I mean, since we have been uh, quarantining, uh, we've only just kind of started going out to park early in the morning when there's hardly anybody there. So like Henry's exposure to other people and especially like pets 
is nothing like there is no exposure and so like this was like <laughs> this was a nice little moment and like a little flashback to when we would go to this park every weekend and yeah uh and henry would just give live commentary on every dog that he saw yeah it was <laughs> nice uh you go first this week what's your Ooh. what's your first thing my first thing mm. is round rocks hairy man round rocks hairy man yes hairy h-a-i-r-y yes and this is a hirsute gentleman who lives uh, in the township of Round Rock, some miles north of us. Yes. Okay. And he is, he is special to you in some way. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I didn't really think we had a lot of cryptids in our area okay. okay i thought it was it was either going to be a cryptid or a mascot of some sort like towel man it's both turns out whoa okay tell me everything so uh the round rock express is a uh team that we would occasionally go see uh it's a minor league baseball team round rock is right up north yeah. from austin like yeah. what uh, 20 minutes north of us austin close. doesn't have any sports teams no. uh and so we would go to baseball games occasionally Back, yeah. back in the day. And so I liked them on Facebook so I could stay on top of all of their activities. Yes. Uh, currently, the Round Rock Express has granted a temporary expansion team in the Texas Collegiate League to use their stadium. Are they still playing baseball? How is that like... How does that work? So this is a, a team of collegiate players that compete from June to August. It's it's like a summer league. And right. it's, you know, it's not an official minor league team. It's more like college players who are in, you know, their school's off season. Yeah, I'm mostly thinking about the logistics of uh, playing baseball in a pandemic. I guess, I mean, anything's a risk, right? But like, I guess it is one of the least contact I mean, all sports. The, yeah, and all the sports are coming back, you know. Yeah, sure. Hockey's next month. Yeah, this that's is, true. This is something that everybody's trying to figure out. Uh, and so what has taken the place of the Round Rock Express is the Round Rock Hairy Men. Harry Men? Yes. Okay. And I saw this on my Facebook feed, and I thought, that is an unusual name for a team. I didn't know that you could have an adjective in, do you know what I mean? It's not like the <laughs> Chicago Cool Bulls. Your 1996 Chicago Cool Bulls. Yeah, and I think that just kind of adds, it couldn't just be Round Rock's men. No. You know, you can't get excited. <laughs> can't get excited about that team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what would that what would that like mascot kind of like look like? <laughs> just like just like a stick figure and it's that's it like that's literally I was just it. picturing like a guy in like jeans and a t-shirt coming out and just being like, "Hey. Hey. Hey everyone. I'm uh Thanks I'm, for coming. I'm Matt, but you can just call me man and uh <laughs> I'm going to eat a hot dog. If you guys want to watch me eat a hot dog, if that gets you in the mood to watch some baseball, let's go men. <laughs> that feels weird to cheer that out loud. A little, a little exclusionary. It's about time someone's been cheering for men. <laughs> uh, so I, of course, had to do a little research because I figured there's a story here, and there is. Uh, but it is maybe the weakest story I have heard for a uh, a cryptid character. Okay. There are various versions of the legend, but the story that is consistent is that a young boy in pioneer days fell off a wagon 
uh, and then lived on his own in the woods and oh. then grew into a man that became kind of reclusive and hairy and wandered through the woods. Okay. So it's kind of like Round Rock's Bigfoot, but they were like, hey, Bigfoot is crazy, right? No one's going to believe Bigfoot. This is like just a guy. This is an abandoned boy <laughs> who grew a lot of hair all over. Could he, did he have powers? I mean, what's the, is there lore no, the around idea the sightings? Is that he, would just, he would just chase away strangers or hide in trees to scare people. Okay. It's a lost um, it's a lost child. They should call themselves the Round Rock Lost Children. <laughs> so this is <laughs> this is what is kind of interesting too, is that they have a story where the hairy man <laughs> I can't I can't with that name though. <laughs> Especially if he like got groomed and then it uh-huh. was like like the Round Rock clean shaven man. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the story is that the hairy man fell in front of a stagecoach and was trampled and now haunts the road. They, it, it's almost like they knew the first part was bullshit and not a good story, and so then they had to add ghosts right? to like, it. Right, like people stopped seeing this guy, but they wanted to keep the legend alive, so they're like, oh, well, you know what? He died. Any- but he haunts yeah. this area. Anyone who sees a ghost and says, wow, Look at the beard on that ghost is has had so many ghost encounters that like the spectral vision in front of them doesn't bother them. It is the way that they wear their their hair and their (laughs) facial hair. It's astounding to me. Uh, So Round Rock has paid tribute to this uh, this hairy man in several ways. I mentioned the baseball team. There is also a hairy man road uh, and a hairy man festival. Harry Man Festival. Boy, howdy. I hope they don't hold that during the summertime. No, it is in October. Okay. They tie it in with Halloween. Right. It's got your your traditional crafts, food, music, kids activities. It also has a Harry Man contest. Of course. Uh, and I found an old article just to figure out what this contest was all about. Um, I found the winner of the 2014 Harry Man contest who took home $500. Hey, okay. Uh, can you describe what they look like? I imagine... A, oh, I don't have a the picture shaggy. in front of me. Oh, I okay. mean, one can picture Harry. Yeah, no, I, I would know. say. Yeah, sure. Uh, there is also a 5K run every hmm. year. Interesting. <laughs> I I enjoyed this a lot. I kept searching for more richer lore, maybe some grainy photos. That does not exist mm. uh, th- that I can find. This seems to just this just seems to be a furry guy that was in the woods. I feel like most cryptids don't have. Like, really, I don't think the booger cat ever had, like, <laughs> his day in the sun. I love that. The hairy man. The hairy man. It's so accessible, right? Yeah. It sounds like a Mabim Bam character. <laughs> it sounds like a skit the hairy man does. You should check out, though, this baseball team. They do have a mascot, uh, and it is adorable. Oh, it's boy. just a man with a very large mustache and beard. Oh, I love it. Uh, and it's, it's cute. Like a stuffed man like well, it's a, just a cartoon right uh, on the on the logo i I haven't seen the actual um suit gentleman okay yeah. i hope it's like a suit like a mr baseball head yeah. and not just like some like again just a just a dude going out there and he has some facial hair yeah that's not inspiring to me you know what it is inspiring to me my first thing which is fencing 
fencing is my oh, first thing. I'm I... mostly bringing this because like uh, I've been thinking a lot about how, if not for the global pandemic, I think the Olympics would be happening right now. Yeah. That bums me out. So, I mean, obviously it is not the biggest casualty of this uh, terrible thing that has happened to the planet, but uh, it, it bums me out because, man, I love the Summer Olympics. I, I have always been surprised at how much you know about fencing. I feel like you know more than <sighs> the average individual so i had a fencing i i flirted with fencing in college i was looking for in college, <clears throat> in college yeah we i mean the order of operations w- went thusly me and travis and our friend justin uh not our brother justin bought some fencing foils at like a garage sale which is maybe the, by far the best like garage sale pickup i've ever had in my entire life and we would just sort of fuck around with them in the front yard uh, and that was a lot of fun. Didn't have masks or any kind of protective equipment. So we weren't doing especially well, uh, at following the rules of fencing, which there are a lot of. Um, and then I was working for the radio station, uh, the college radio station for the news program and had to put together a package. And so there was a fencing team, uh, at Marshall that I did a radio package on where I interviewed them and I sat in on a couple lessons and never got the gumption up to like say, hammy, hammy that blade. Um, I also learned that the fencing team and the uh, Society of Creative Anachronism, which is the LARPing uh, group in Huntington, <laughs> a lot of that, overlap. that Venn diagram is just <laughs> one big circle. Uh, and I, yeah, I learned uh, quite a bit about, uh, about fencing, but never really took part in it. I bet it is a workout. Like, Watching these these people like fence in the gymnasium at Marshall University uh, seemed like they were getting getting their exercise. That muscle in. confusion, right? Like, oh, am I going this way? Am I going this way? You have yeah. to respond so quickly. Um, so it's it's been a part of the the uh, Summer Olympics as we know it since like the Summer Olympics became a like codified thing, along with five uh, four other activities, which is athletics, cycling, swimming, and gymnastics. Uh, and it is actually, when you say fencing, you're talking about a collection of three different combat sports based on the weapon that you use. Uh, so a fencing foil is the standard, like, weapon, and it is, I think, probably the most common type of fencing that you see. Uh, a foil is very light. It's, like, under a pound for the whole uh, blade, and uh, it's just a very light, lightweight, very flexible rectangular blade with a point on it, and you have to... Uh, push that point, that tip, into your opponent, uh, specifically where they have this wire mesh jacket that they wear, mostly for protection, but also because it, like, forms an electrical circuit, which, like, helps you keep score. Uh, I didn't know this. You have to have the tip pushed into them for at least 15 milliseconds. That's, like, a rule. I don't know what the... I guess in case you do, like, a, like just barely glancing blow off their yeah. side. But basically, you have to hit them in this jacket, which covers your torso, uh and your groin uh so that's just funny oh so like the groin shots could groin be shots with... count baby yeah groin wow. shots count uh the do you know any other the other two either of them i've heard you say epe epe is the other one epe is the heaviest of the blades it's a triangular mm-hmm. blade not nearly as flexible uh and mainly just like the rules are different for epe fighting you have um uh, you can score anywhere. Anywhere you, you can get your opponent, it counts as a point. Uh, and But you do have to still thrust into them. Uh, and then the final one is a saber, 
a saber oh, is okay. i mean it's essentially it looks like the same exact type of blade but you can score with a you know a swipe you can score with the uh front side or back side of the of the blade as well as the tip uh, and with sabers, what's exciting about saber is there's again a specific area that you're allowed to target. I think uh, I think it's the same like jacket around the groin area. Uh, but if you hit uh, a, a, an illegal area, the play doesn't stop, so you just keep going. So saber is like wet and wild. You think there's fencers out there that specialize in the groin? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, there's fencers out there who specialize. Every fencer who like takes it like goes goes hard in it really specializes in one weapon. So mm-hmm. I would say probably foil foil fencers are like all about that groin. It's like their signature move, you know, like Mortal Kombat. That's like the thing they do. Yes, like that's how you know that you fought Jeff is he got you in the groin. Yes. Um. <laughs> so fencing is like way more complicated than than it looks, and it already looks kind of complicated. Uh, there are rules about like right of way and uh posture and footwork that you that you have to follow and so the differences between those three sports are mostly in like how you how those rules differ uh for epe there is no such thing as right of way and so fights can be a lot more uh dynamic there's like counterattacking is like a huge thing in epe because of the the changes in the rules um and Fencing terminology is so shit hot. It's so <laughs> amazing. Uh, it has like its roots in uh, like the two main uh, like disciplines of fencing were Italian and French. And so like a lot of the terminology is is Italian and French, but you get words like riposte, feint, uh, a balestra, which is a type of footwork like movement that's very, it's basically like a lunge more or less forward. Uh, a corps a corps. Do you, have you ever seen that? I've heard, I've no. seen that word before, C-O-R-P-S, but it's got like the accents on it. Cora core is basically means body to body, which is illegal. Like you're not allowed to, you know, bum rush the, uh, your oh, opponent. Like chest bump, like full, full shoulder con- charge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, redoublement. Like there's so many fucking great <laughs> words, uh, in fencing. Uh, and obviously like fencing originated actually from sword fighting uh it was sort of a military training thing uh the person who is often credited for changing that uh is uh, a guy named domenico angelo who opened this fencing academy in london called angelo's school of arms uh and and that's fucking rules it's such a good name and angelo's family like ran this school for three generations and angelo wrote a lot about fencing in a way that changed it uh, dramatically in the, the, the way people thought about it and really codified it into this specific thing. The biggest thing that he did is sort of like reframed it from being a military thing, like a fighting thing to a thing for health and for sport. Yeah. Uh, and like uh, sort of the rules about posture and footwork, but like he, he codified those in his writing. Uh, so he like really transformed it in this, in this huge, huge way. Uh, and some of the things have obviously changed over time, but like there's a lot of core DNA to fencing that still is sourced back to this guy's writing, which I think is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I think I would still enjoy fencing, maybe. It look, it looks so hard. It looks so extremely hard. Yeah, if you want to learn a lot about fencing, if you watch the special features on Princess Bride, oh, you can sure. learn a lot because Mandy Patinkin like, intentionally learned a lot about fencing so that he could do those sword scenes himself. Yeah. Uh, and you get a lot of detail on those special features on like all the technique that was involved That's in so that. That's so interesting. Yeah. I do want to watch that very badly. It's, you have to wear a mask. Would it be? I don't know if the mask p- 
prevents pathogens from entering your system. Oh, or you're not. saying this is like the go-to I'm saying pandemic it could sport? Be. Could be right. I don't know. Uh, anyway, hey, before I steal you away, can we tell our friends at home a little bit more about the Max Fun Drive? Yes. Uh, yeah. You want me to talk about levels? Yeah. Tell me about them levels that you can give at at maximumfun.org/join. Okay, so for just $5 a month, that gets you all the bonus content. And when we say all the bonus content, we mean all from the history of time of Max Fun Drive's bonus content. There's so, so, so much. To, what, just from us, this year we uh, recorded Rachel's first steps into Animal Crossing yes. on the 3DS because uh, yes. we recorded it before. The Switch version came out. We have... We have our Will Smith episode. <laughs> our best work of Will Smith. We have Back from the Rose Buddies days. We did yeah. an interview with Jasmine Lorimer from yeah, uh, the, the Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Uh, yeah, we have... And that's just our show. There's a ton of stuff mm-hmm. uh, on there. Mm-hmm. I personally, if I were to recommend one piece of bonus content, I would recommend the My Brother, My Brother and Me prank show. Oh, yeah, gosh. Among my favorites. Wow, yeah, that was good. It really drove a lot of wedges between a lot of friendships that we have, both professionally and personally. (laughs) Uh, So as long as you're a member at the $5 a month level, you get access to that and all the show's bonus content. Uh, And then at $10... You get some cool stuff. You want to talk about that? Yeah, you can get a uh, a pin that is specific to each show uh, designed by Megan. And Le- you pick. And you right? pick. It's designed by Megan Lecott, who has done pins for us in the past, and they're so cool. They look really nice. You also get all the bonus uh, content and uh, a Max Fun membership card. Uh, and at twenty dollars a month or more, there's a game pack that you can get that has special Max Fun playing cards and dice and everything you need to have a a fun game night in. Uh, there's other levels too, but uh, most most folks give at that five to ten dollar range, and like there is no uh, way of really telling you all how much the support you have shown us over. Uh, I mean, in in my case, the past ten years of doing the Max Fun Drive. Uh, yeah, this has meant is to us. This is the McElroy household primary source of income. True. You know, y'all know that I am a community college grant writer, but as you can imagine, that is not what is keeping our house afloat. Uh, yeah. So we are very grateful for your support uh, this drive and any any other drive that you may have participated in. So those are the pledge levels. You can see them all at MaximumFun.org slash join. If you're already a, a supporting member, thank you so much. Uh, we've uh, In the past, th- we've heard from people who like, uh, maybe they give it $10 a month, but they don't really want to jump up to $20 a month and double it. Uh, now you can boost your membership. And, you know, if you've been listening to our shows a little bit more, you can kick up how much you're, uh, you're, you're, you're giving on a monthly basis without having to leap all the way up to that next pledge level. Uh, you can also gift a, a donation to a, a friend or family member who, you know, maybe doesn't have the means to support the network, but really wants to. There's, there's so many options to do what's right for you. And if what's right for you is not giving because you, you aren't able to right now, that's also fantastic. We totally, totally get it. Um, but if you can't, go to MaximumFun.org slash join to join up. Yep. To join up. To join up. To the, to the wonderful, hashtag wonderful army. <laughs> that doesn't feel good. No. Wonderful navy? What are, what would we, I, I imagine we would be more of a, a sea-based. Wonderful utopia. Yeah, that's better. Hey, can I steal you away? Yes. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design 
or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia <laughs> Styles episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh, your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Hey, I have a Grandpatron here. Can I read it? Oh, I like that. Are you going to do it in a grandpa voice? No, but this message is for <laughs> Jerry, and it's from Cassie, who says, Jerry, you've accomplished so much, I don't even know where to begin. You got a master's, a new apartment, and a new job, all while quarantined. You do so much to make me happy every day, and there's no one else I would rather adventure with. I hope future you is happy to hear a message from your favorite podcasters. I love you so very much. That is that is somebody on their grind. And this, uh, who knows? I imagine this message was written a while ago. Who the fuck knows what else Jerry has accomplished? Oh, Jerry. Uh, I bet Jerry's bacon bread. You think Jerry's bacon bread? I think Jerry went to fucking Mars <laughs> and found the cure up there. That's, that's what Jerry's up to. That's beautiful. Can I read the next one? Uh-huh. This one is for Brunch Squad. It is from Dwight. My dearest... Brunch Squad, I am so glad that we all randomly decided to get brunch together last year after seeing the McElroys live and then decided to be best friends after that. You all make my life so much better and I love all of you so, so much. Stay powerful, stay unstoppable. So good. You heard of this brunch squad? I have heard of this brunch squad. Yeah, they are a very active community of wonderful folks who uh, I see a lot in our Facebook group. 
Just mm. just talking about things they do together to support each other. It's beautiful. But only brunch. That's their rule. Mm-hmm. They only can do brunch together. And they can only talk about brunch things. Every member of Brunch Squad it, at this point is like 50% mimosa. <laughs> Will you please tell me your second thing? Come on. Okay, this is going to surprise you. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to do some couching. Oh, good. My second thing is muscles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Hey, babe. I get it. Do we have to do this here? I'm not talking about like a bodybuilder. Okay. I'm just talking about how great muscles are and all the things that they do for you in your day. The meat on our bones that moves us around. That moves around, I guess, our skeletons? That's the stuff you're talking about. You're you're crazy about. Yeah, although there are a lot of different kinds of muscles that I learned about while doing this research. Can I see how many I can remember? Okay. There's like str, str, there's one that starts with stir striated striated muscle striated mm-hmm. muscle. There's I think your heart muscle is like its own special type of muscle, right? Cardiac muscles. Cardiac muscles, and then uh, smooth muscle. Yes! Wow, babe, where are you pulling that from? Uh, high school anatomy class. Oh my gosh! Is that it? Are those yes. are the only three? Yeah. Cheers to Huntington High School. Yeah, did a great job, Coach Willie Wilson. <laughs> He taught anatomy as well as coached the volleyball team. <laughs> uh, smooth muscles are, uh, they do the stomach, the intestines, uh, anything that is hollow that moves stuff around in your body yeah. has a smooth muscle associated with it. Um, and then skeletal muscles are the ones that move move your parts, uh, you know, up and down, round and round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, skeletal muscles cover bones. They give bodies their shape. Uh, for every skeletal muscle on one side, there is an identical one on the other side. There are well, 320 pairs of identical bilateral muscles. Whoa. Yeah. So when the bicep, when my huge biceps get bigger, it's like move over other muscles. <laughs> I'm in charge now. Uh, they actually, so the, this kind of brings in tendons too. Ugh. Um, we got to talk about tendons. <laughs> Muscles are attached through tendons, and when muscles contract and generate force, the tendon pulls, uh, and that helps stimulate your bone growth. So for people that might be at risk for osteoporosis, they recommend muscle work huh. to kind of keep keep that bone strong. Interesting. Um, nearly 85% of the heat produced by your body is due to muscle contraction. That makes a lot of sense. Don't I don't know. I don't know what else. My bones certainly aren't making heat, I yeah. don't think. Yeah, where's that heat coming from? Turns out it's your muscles. Okay. Where's the other 15% coming from? Is it my bones? Nobody knows. Do I have hot bones? I mean, I would say so. Oh, hey now. <laughs> hey now. Um, I have been doing, since quarantine started, I have been doing a little bit of strength training. Okay. Uh, and I find it really rewarding. Here's something that like made me feel extra good about it. Uh, there was a study published in October 2017 that said um, just 30 minutes twice a week uh, was shown to improve performance and bone density and structure. Of strength training? Yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean just like lifting weights or doing like... Yeah. Uh, okay. They said high intensity resistance and impact training. Is that what anaerobic exercise is? I still don't know. I, I think you're right. Yeah, because aerobic is like cardio. Right. Yeah. Damn. You are a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out nobody knew. Uh, At around age 30, we start losing as much as 3 to 5% of lean muscle mass per year thanks to aging. Some of us probably even more than that. (laughs) 
Um, there's a lot of other benefits, uh, to, you know, muscles, uh, through the oxygenation of blood mm-hmm. and, and exercise. It improve, improves your circulation. Yeah. Just generally. Um, also with posture, if you have good core muscles, it nope. can improve your posture. Don't. I don't. Um, and also one thing I should say too, is that, uh, in order to really build, muscle tissue you have to take some breaks in there oh sure it's that time in between strength training that your muscles are really like building up it's not necessarily happening while you're you're pumping iron it's that time in between where they have a chance to kind of rebuild and reform yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. they have to like overcompensate like during the 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 chill down Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. um i I don't know. It's a weird thing for me to say as a person that is not a, you know, a fitness guru. But you have this very helpful meat inside you like yeah. all over. Yeah. And I just, you know, as as I get older, you know, I feel like it's important to to really put some good, good scaffolding in there. Mm-hmm. Help help keep me afloat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you, honey. And I'm going to go um, drink a protein shake. Okay. And uh, beat up some nerds. <laughs> so the usual, <laughs> the usual stuff. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you about my second thing? Yes. Really excited. My second thing is uh, an album from 2003, which is fucking wild. Uh, technically, it's two albums. It's a double album called Speaker Box, The Love Below by mm. Outkast. Changed um, my life a little bit, I would say. I said that I was like blown away that it came out in 2003. I think mostly because like looking back 17 years is like a very long time ago. Yeah. But also like there was a solid year of high school where like this is this is all I listen to. Uh, they have a combined runtime of I think like over two hours. Uh, <laughs> it is a very, very ambitious project from uh, Outkast, uh, who is of course Big Boy and Andre 3000, each of which sort of uh, put together a solo album for this for this duo set uh big boy did speaker box perhaps and, suggesting that they were not a pair long lasting in this world well i mean they did release idle wild uh True. after this uh both the album and the film uh and then yes they went on more or less i love the idea hiatus. though of bands putting out these box sets where each band member is like i'm gonna do my own thing <laughs> yeah there was so there was uh, a lot of kind of press around this album because uh it was the fifth studio album from outcast fifth of uh, uh, only six. Uh, and they were recording in separate studios. Andre 3000 had like uh, sort of gone on break to pursue other things, both like musical. He was making his own music at his house with like lo-fi equipment and experimenting with different sounds uh, and different genres. Uh, but he was also like trying to take a run at like an acting career, uh, which didn't really go anywhere. And so he focused back on the music. And the whole time he was doing that, Big Boy was working on Speaker Box, essentially. Uh, between them, they had recorded like a, like over a hundred songs that were going to go on these albums, uh, which, you know, not all of them made the cut. Uh, but yeah, Andre 3000 did The Love Below, which I think reflects like a lot of the strangeness the kind of like spaciness the experimental stuff that he was working on at the time while speaker box is just a more sort of straightforward and not in a bad way uh, uh just fucking great oh bop yeah of an album. i mean and i've mentioned this before i started college in 2004 and literally every college party i went to was playing speaker box yeah it's funny because i feel like at the time there was a lot of uh, i it's not like i was plugged into like the outcast fan forums but there 
was like a lot of chatter about these albums before they came out, partially because uh, Andre 3000 was like making a name for himself. He was becoming more of a household name, I think, more than Big Boy. And so there was a lot of conversation about this album and are they breaking up and what's the drama between them. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people slept on speaker box, which was a, in my opinion, and also sort of critical consensus, like the standout part of the set. Uh, he, uh, big boy did an interview where he talked about the direction for the album, which I think is so, uh, beautiful and clean and strong. Uh, he said the idea was just to keep it funky, keep it jamming. It's always bass heavy and lyricism. It's all about lyrics, taking pride in your pen and your pad. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that. It, there's just so many. I, I remember back in high school when it came out, there was it was like the new Beatles or Elvis. Like, which <laughs> album do you like uh, the best? And I was always a, a speaker box man because the number of just absolute slaps on this album is unimaginable. Uh, you get The Way You Move, uh, which is so good. Uh, probably the standout uh, single from, from speaker box. But there was also Church which is really good. Oh, the good song way. I'm going to play is the one I like fell in love with the first time I heard it and I still think absolutely rips ass. Uh, I want to play The Rooster. Okay, I started out alone because my baby mama left me now there's nobody at home. Beginning to feel like Mrs. Jackson done got thrown With this some real shit and I'm living it through this song I'm moving vehicles with my family as I step out on the sofa And the boom 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 I woke up very upset I throw the covers back and peep out through the draperies My daughter, my baby, my baby mama all escaping me Like uh, It's a song about just like family turmoil And it goes so fucking hard And the brass loop behind the entire yes. thing is so, uh, so good I'm glad you picked this one, I'd forgotten about that song It's I can't forget, like this was the, this was the one I was sitting in my friend's car, we were driving driving to school and this song came on and I remember sitting in the parking lot because I wanted to listen to it again. Yeah. Uh, it was so, so, so fresh and so like clever and playful and pun filled but also like Big Boy just like fucking tears it up. Like it is, uh, it is a perfect song uh, and The Love Below is like a lot more I mean, there are a couple like standout tracks. Obviously, Hey Ya came from The Love yeah. Below, which is the most listened to song of all time. So I'm not going to play it here on the show. A lot show. of slow jams on that album. There's a though. lot of slow jams, but there's a lot of sort of experimental uh, singing and guitar focused uh, funk and uh, like Prince inspired like riffs and just all kinds. There's, there's a lot of stuff. There's also a whole narrative component to The Love Below. It is uh, ambitious in a way that doesn't always succeed. Um, but when it does succeed, it's so good. I think Hey Ya is a f fucking fantastic song. And I think it got, you know, played out, a, uh, not a bit, a lot. Uh, but I still, these days when I hear Hey Ya, I sort of look back on it fondly. <laughs> uh, but there's another song on the album that I, I really like. It's not like the rest of the album. It is. It feels more like a classic Outkast song, uh, but it's got like really good Andre 3000 on it. Uh, and of course, like everything else on this album, it is profoundly horny. Uh, I want to play a little bit of spread. <laughs> Griffin. I had no idea. I got an eye out for shit that cries out passionately. Who do things backwardly, forwardly, horizontally? I'm too young to be settling down. Quick to change my mind tomorrow. So now can I borrow your timid torso? More so than your soul. And it's me, gotta be how I roll. Fuck the rhythm, tuck the rhythm. Under your bosom, you're the prism. Charlottism was the first. Let's rehearse. Making a baby, putting your order. I want a baby daughter. Dance on the tip of my tongue. Shake the clouds and truth. There's no more wetness in them. Tell your homegirls that you will send them a postcard from 3000 Hard. So yeah, that's the that's the the sort of difference between these two, and they, to their credit, Andre 3000 and Big Boy 
always played down the like drama of this album and its creation and their sort of slow inevitable like breakup they were just like yeah we like working solo like it's an environment that we both really like working in but we like enjoy each other and collaborate and listen to each other's stuff and work on it so like this double album is i think weird to call it an outcast album because it's an Andre 3000 album and also a big boy album, but it's, uh, I don't know, man, you said it defined your, your, your experience the year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like a lot of people probably first became exposed to outcast through this album and then went through the back catalog and was like, Oh, how have I not heard of this incredible group? Uh, until now yeah i definitely got in on stankonia which was the Mm. album before this one which is so fucking good it came out in 2000 um and so like i was i was looking forward to this album it's like i didn't look forward to a lot of albums i didn't like know about music in that way the way i did about like video games and movies uh but this album was one where i was like on on tinder hooks waiting to to get my hands on it it's so good hey can i tell you what our friends at home are talking about yes patty says forged in fire is wonderful it's a knife making competition show i have no interest in blacksmithing but i get very invested in these knife makers i pick my champion at the start based on facial hair or accents or overalls and root them on throughout the episode this sounds like maybe a, a new heat for us. It sounds like a very hot heat for us. And uh, Patty did not include the platform, but I bet I can Google that up yeah. and find it. Uh, thanks for the, the hot tip. Uh, Parker says something that always brightens my day is passing people in their cars that are singing loudly to themselves. There's something so pure and unfiltered about it, and it always makes me smile and wonder what song they are jamming out to. I do love that. I do. That is one thing I miss about just like not driving a lot these days is just just pumping that music and singing along. Yeah, I uh, I this was never like a huge thing for me. But then when I started driving Henry to daycare and picking him up from daycare every <laughs> single day uh, and he got into rock music, he like yeah. really, really liked hearing me like wail along with Led Zeppelin <laughs> and uh, ACDC and everything. Uh, hey, thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And of course, thank you to Maximum Fun. One last time, MaximumFun.org slash join. Go look oh. at the levels. Oh. I should mention on Friday, yeah. they are doing a, a dinner party event. Oh, yeah. Um, that will feature a lot of uh, Max Fun hosts just kind of talking about various uh, cocktails and, and foods. And there will be a video from me making my uh, famous chili. Her famous ground beef turkey beef ground turkey chili (laughs) so if you want to check that out i believe the proceeds from the event are benefiting meals on wheels uh and you can you can find that on the maximumfund.org website yep and also on that website is maximumfund.org slash join and please please look at what you can get for the different pledge levels and think about helping us out uh i think that's it so let's go uh right now let's go let's go I
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.